I was like, what? You're in D&D with Lumpy Head Sean? I miss him. I miss his voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. He puts so much effort in some of those Don Pettit ones. Dude, so good. We need to find another Don Pettit char- or character to I review. miss that, uh, but... the landscaper too, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Landscaper Mike was great. Show's falling off, guys. Don't blame the listeners. We're gonna include it. This is this is our cold open. Just how much we miss and also resent our listeners. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna make fun of them, but I genuinely miss them. I only resent Cashew Honey. All right, let's roll. Yeah, the one I fucking wish would actually die Stop. in real life. I've flown in space. Happy Hanukkah and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who are going to be fine. That's the man. It's reasonably unreasonable. Makes sense that announces because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Merry Christmas to you as well, Josh. How are you? I hate you. I can. <laughs> Is there like a like an Edel fitter that we can like come come you know reach across the aisle on here? Something we can how we can dare agree on? you? How dare you? Happy Hanukkahs! <laughs> by the time the protection, protection by the time the listeners, listeners were disappointed, we didn't find an arrangement of Havanagila with sleigh bells. That's really it. That's that's what I was trying to substitute uh, in <laughs> in the you know the heart the Christmas spirit heart of our listeners is missing that. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't go get one of those songs. Oh, I, I mean, I just thought of it right now. So okay. <laughs> we can always restart. <laughs> Look, you're doing a disservice, Josh, because it won't be Hanukkah by the time the listeners get to listen to our show. So, ha. Huh. I mean, and it I'm will still be. Well, that's because they don't subscribe to our Patreon where they get to listen early. <laughs> go ahead, Aaron. I'm just happy that we have the Iron Dome of Protection that is Hanukkah, because for the first time <laughs> in almost two decades, we do not have a Christmas asteroid about to destroy Earth. Hold on. Wait, wait. This, this, this is this breaking is like, news. Did you just not search the right keywords or something? Like It's, <laughs> it's got to be there. Did the algorithm fuck up this time? It can't be us. I, it's there's one of two explanations. We either willed the Christmas asteroid into not existing by making fun of it too much. Like the universe responds to that shit. By the way, every time that we, if you make fun of something enough, all of a sudden it just disappears. It it ceases no, to it, exist. Aaron, this is proof that we live in a simulation. Uh, the Christmas asteroid last year destroyed the Earth, and now we live in Elon Musk's <laughs> simulation. Uh, and there's a bug in the system uh, because I mean, otherwise, like. As much as I know the sun will rise tomorrow, I know that a Christmas asteroid will be coming on Christmas. And if it doesn't happen, there's something wrong with the <laughs> physics engine in this game. Like, okay, okay, that's the only possible explanation. Dude, you want to talk about this, the like simulation theory and shit where it's like, oh my god, is this actually real? I swear to god, once you, once you just are aware of something like that, that's been 15 years straight. Like, clearly NASA does not know we exist. These bots that put out these retarded articles do not know we exist. The fact that once we were aware of a Christmas asteroid that every year for like, what, 15 years or something retarded? 
I, I googled at least 10 years uh and just immediately results came up yeah every year for like we went back a ways and now all of a sudden oh nope ceases to exist the second you're aware of something like that the universe like the universe responds to bullying i'm not kidding like you well, can bully the too- universe out of things <laughs> happening like is the general public just too uh concerned <laughs> with the existential threat of conflicts in the middle east right now like is is there just That's do they need the to balance one. everything out they i think they're overloaded on like fear porn with the with the double wars they can't even hardly fucking juggle ukraine being relevant anymore like with the israel shit so they like ukraine almost barely exists they don't have enough on their plate room on their plate for the, the fear porn of the asteroid as well now well, there's not enough genocide in ukraine that's that's the problem that's that's what <laughs> israel's getting right i thought we looked up this year's christmas asteroid there was one but it wasn't big enough to do any damage no it's big enough to do damage because they always say that, like one a fucking as long as a pebble size that that's fucking uh speed hits the earth like you know it cause like a big explosion but like um there's one that's close but it's not close enough to be deemed like dangerous so they that's what they said and it's the size of a bus or almost as big as an airplane those are the two sizes we got <laughs> like an airbus maybe like an airbus 28 <laughs> whatever airbus. yeah like the Winnebago from Spaceballs. It's that size. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, now, now you're speaking my language. Okay. <laughs> but it's not dangerous. Guessed. The Jews need our money. It's not dangerous this year. You don't have to worry about it. Hanukkah, the Hanukkah Iron Dome has protected the earth this year. We're good. What was, uh, in Game of Thrones, was it the Iron Bank? What was, what was it called on that island? What was the Iron Bank? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just you know, who are just the Rothschilds, medieval Rothschilds. Well, if any listeners would like to gaze upon a world-destroying asteroid and wish upon a homo, you can call us at one eight thirty three six 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 nine eleven. Again, that is one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. But before we jump right into it, can I just can I just readdress something that we just kind of glazed over? But is I I really think I'm onto something here. Sure. I really think that you Go can on. like bully the universe into like making <laughs> things cease to exist or stop happening. Like there's something to that. Like there's something to like just being aware of something, making fun of it, making it stop. Yeah, it's it's like bullying a trans person into becoming the 42nd percentile. It just heals <laughs> yeah. nature. <laughs> Well, no, that's nature running its course. If you bully, if you're allowed to bully them, they don't get to that point at all. And this is this is more. I see this more as a uh, collective delusion sort of situation. Like there wasn't a real story behind the Christmas asteroid to begin with. So it existing or not is just uh, a half dozen journalists um, deciding to you know copy and paste an article about it or not. So like. I, we didn't change anything. We just uh, caused a few people to be five percent lazier this year. We did that. Like, yes, Bob. Actually, well. yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You can will this shit into existence. It's retarded. It's more things I can start taking credit for, but <laughs> like, I, start okay. there. I, I wrote a I wrote a script 
for an anime like fucking 20 years ago when I was like, oh, I, I need I need to get my hands. Oh, on I love this. where this is going. I love where this is going. <laughs> and one of the key the key universe like plots in it was that everything that humanity collectively believed was willed into existence. And OK, I honestly That's believe a, yep. that that is like on some level true. It's like just a few people talking about something. It like manifests itself. Oh my god, Aaron, I didn't realize you were a Warhammer true believer like I am. <laughs> Aaron, I can't believe you went on the Okehomo Vision Quest without us. <laughs> Paying those that uh, $301 or whatever. All right, yeah, let's scrap. Five hundred two ninety nine. All right, 503, that's it, excuse me. Stuff. But just wanted to throw that like concept out there, you know, and have a little discussion about I, it. I kind of want to scrap the real stuff and talk about your anime idea for the rest of the show. <laughs> but uh, I'm fucking totally willing to do that. <laughs> I could fuck that. Dude, sounds that a lot like fucking rules, by the way. So I know you're like mostly joking, but that, that anime idea is top notch if we ever animated it it could become a show it'd be the sickest anime ever i mean aaron you know there's also the uh top comic of 2021 uh department of truth by james tinian and martin simmons that's pretty much exactly that premise where it's if people believe in conspiracy theories they exist and then there are magically aliens and jfk murdering people like that's uh it's it's been that's a recent example of it being done uh i know it's been done in other instances too I, I think there's, like, a level of retardation, though, if you're, like, just doing it out of spite. Like, it's not, like, they don't even really believe that. They're just, like, spiraling. It's, like, you have to almost be, you have to be aware of what you're doing a little bit. Or it won't work. Okay. Just All spiraling right. out of control is, like, you're a result of somebody else manifesting that result in you. It's not... Dude, here I thought Aaron was, like, skeptical about the, the Jacob Chansley Shaman episode. He's, <laughs> you're fully on board. That's coming out, man. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting your your reality, your truth. Josh, it's okay to say manifesting your destiny. It's all right. <laughs> you can, but then when you have a fucking fever dream on mushrooms and think you astral projected yourself... <laughs> to the sun. He did that off of mushrooms, too. it's a little... It gets a little off the rails, but... So anyway, All right. What do we got first? All right. Let's bring it down to reality and talk about the World Economic Forum and the UN. Who here knows UNESCO? Aaron, do you know what UNESCO is? I know Josh does. UNESCO? It sounds like a it sounds like a conglomerate of like breakfast cereal companies. <laughs> Close. The United Nations <laughs> Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. It's a specialized agency of the United Nations. So we don't have enough arms of these government fucking things to just pilfer money from taxpayers. Right, right. So they came up with a plan. And the big news here is that the World Economic Forum has now backed this plan formed by UNESCO and is now helping implement this plan throughout the throughout the whole world. Okay, so this plan's going to be evil as fuck. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> UNESCO wants to develop uh, an internet of trust. So that that's the headline. Okay, the, and, an internet it, of trust. Let me let me take a guess here. So yeah, okay. uh, only corporations and government officials should be allowed to say what's on the internet, and anyone that goes outside of those boundaries and parameters set by those people uh, goes directly to jail. 
All right, uh, let's wrap it up. Next topic. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been OK Home episode one hundred and fifty-seven. Nothing like tr- nothing like trust. Nothing brings the word trust to my the forefront of my mind like the World Economic Forum wanting to control the internet <laughs> and the UN. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> So that's exactly what they've done. UNESCO had released guidelines for the governance of digital platforms in a bid to protect people's rights online. So this is, uh, you give Our us rights. authority to uh, to control things and we'll, quote unquote, protect you online. Quote, Let me guess, quote. Digital, digital currencies only. The, the, all of your purchases go directly <laughs> to the IRS for further review. It, uh, it it goes a little bit beyond yeah, do you, that. Do you have the I have the principles up. Uh, the, the seven fundamental principles um, that the uh, the UNESCO is trying to push with this up. Uh, didn't we go through any of them? Digital ID, digital currency. I mean, it starts has out with number one: the impact on human rights becomes the compass for all decision making at every stage and by every stakeholder. Human yeah. rights. Go it. Yeah, I, I want to hear all seven of these. So I only have uh, the okay. five. I have the oh, World yeah. Economic Forum oh. website on this that I'm at describes it I don't... oh really okay yeah because it said it includes five principles that aim to prevent issues such as misinformation disinformation hate speech and conspiracy theories specifically that's like kind of like where they're really going but then they have a couple Wait. like weird uh at like stuff in the background that should be really focused on as well does no one find it suspicious that the World Economic Forum, you know, one of the most hated groups by conspiracy theorists, are the ones trying to take down conspiracy theorists? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a conflict of interest a little bit, but... Wait, uh, this, so it's on. a self-defense situation. Like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is their fucking castle doctrine, basically. You but can't first... talk shit about us, or we can blow up, kill you out over the internet. <laughs> But first, we need to justify regulation or authority to regulate in this parameter. So they, they start off with saying, three times as many people in the world use social media than own a car. Yet how many more regulations are there for our roads than for governing the digital platforms we spend so much of our day using? Those also shouldn't exist, yeah, that's dickhead. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the success of uh, the U.S. highway system. Regulations. <laughs> Me Dude. calling someone the N-word on Twitter is not the same thing as me driving 150 miles an hour in a semi-truck going down I-10 in the middle of Los Angeles. Like, those are two completely different things. Like That, but also, like, I hate this argument. Well, yeah, we do it people. in this other area, so we should also do it here. And it's like, you know, you're already over-regulate the roads. Yeah, should yeah. there be some safety rules? Sure, I'm good with that. The fact that you don't have freedom to travel as is in the fucking constitution that you're supposed to have freedom of travel without being, without having license and registration and all that shit should not exist. But anyways, no, you you need a license to go online and a registration for your computer. So they know exactly who you are. (laughs) And the second they find you saying something that's, that's rude, offensive, um, especially to certain groups of people, um, they're going to start regulating so many that. points on my internet license. Dude, oh, like be... refugees. I, I love the fact they're like 60% of the world's population. That's 4.75 billion people use social media platforms. And they're like, and that's unregulated. We can't just have people talking freely. Like that's unheard of. Like that's insane. So, Oh, I know it's crazy. Yeah. Cause somebody might be wrong. 
but then yeah. in there so which already puts the assumption that they deem themselves and everything they say is correct because if you're going to have so me, somebody be the arbiter of what is truth, you have to have somebody that's in charge of what is truth, which automatically makes that corrupt because they'd have propaganda. to have no agenda. It, it's fucking insane. It's it's such third level thinking to realize what a fucking sham that is. And the saddest part is there's like probably 50% of the people in the world are like, yeah, we do need that. Like <laughs> retards. So... Their last line of justification. If we can no longer distinguish fiction from reality, falsehood from truth, the foundations of our societies crumble. Democracy, dialogue, and debate, all essential to address major contemporary changes, or challenges, sorry, become impossible. So, here we go. Democracy is, if, if people can communicate freely without moderation or regulation, uh, democracy is at risk. So, Good. here we you can't go. keep up, just like, don't use the internet. Hey, maybe the problem is the 5 billion people using the internet. Maybe it shouldn't be that many people. That's what they want, Josh, is that they want it to not be that many people. They want no, they want be... everyone plugged in. They want everyone to receive the yeah. message. <laughs> as many they, people as they you know, can. You know, there's also, we can also stack the numbers if we just have less people owning cars. That's a, that's a start. They, they yeah. want the internet to be a read-only PDF. You know, they don't want you to be able to edit any parts of it. They want you to have to look at it, but they edit all of the content for you. Hey, That's don't what... say anything about about my lovely overlords, Adobe. <laughs> all right. The goal of these guidelines and regulations is to, quote, respect, protect, and fulfill human rights, unquote, end quote. So... Principle number one, platforms conduct due diligence on human rights. I don't know what platforms conducting due diligence on human rights has to entail, but... You cannot you cannot infringe on a single human right with words alone, which is right. all you can do in social media. So already, you can you actually can't <laughs> infringe on human rights and social do, do media. Do we have like a... Do we have a common definition? Like, what's the UN's list of what are human rights and the universal human rights and things like that? I I want to just make sure we're coming from a you know common set of morals and uh, ethical standards when we go to the, the um, closest yeah, thing you impose can do, these rules on people. The the closest way you can violate your human rights is just is uh, direct threats, direct legitimate threats. Like, I'm um, going to come kill you. Here's your address. Like, you know, doxing somebody and threatening to murder them. That's like the only one I can think of that you could possibly do via social media. It looks like they have 30 articles of human rights uh, from the United Nations here. The oh, first one. one of them okay. not to could, be could any of those. Yeah. Could any of those possibly uh, yeah, be offended by speech on the Internet? Uh, article one, all human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights, and they are endowed with the reason and conscience and should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood. That's not, so I guess they're just like the right, human not rights. acting the right to disagree with, not acting in the spirit of brotherhood is against everyone else's human rights. No, I'm beginning to act in the, the spirit of sisterhood, but you know, yeah. Dignity uh, is not something that you get, are born with. What are they talking yeah. about? They're trying to reach a word count, okay, Aaron? No one should be held. Yeah, like Article Four here is like no one should be a slave or held in servitude. Slave trade is prohibited, stuff like that. No one, no one okay. shall be subjected to torture, cruel or inhumane punishment. So, like, some of these are fine. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, like they have can't... like habeas corpus and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah but then they get into people, like immigration you stuff. Them, you can't steal from them. You uh, can't rape them, and that's about it. Like they have. Oh, oh. Uh, hold on. Dignity is not one of them. Hold on. This is an interesting article that caught my eye here. Everyone has the right to a nationality. No one uh, shall be arbitrarily deprived of it, uh, of his nationality or denied the right to change his nationality. So, oh, the right to change his nationality. That's a weird little thing in the, right. in the at the end there. <laughs> yeah. Do you identify as Palestinian or Taiwanese? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to bring up. I was like, isn't Israel violating this? <laughs> That's pretty harsh, bro. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure in violating it, they're defending more human rights. So, yeah, the, the one before this article 14 says that everyone has the right to seek and enjoy in other countries asylum from persecution. The right <laughs> may not be invoked in case the persecutions of genuinely arising from non-political non-political crimes or from acts contrary to the purpose of the principles of the United Nations. So yeah, that they just set up like open borders policy with like these human it's rights refugees. Trees. Like that's that's, that's, that's yeah. normal. Right. Hey, hey, it's, if, it's not a, if yeah. one of our countries is persecuting you, then we have the right to relocate you to wherever the fuck we feel like, and uh, you're not allowed to say anything about it. They're only persecuting me because you installed a military dictator there. Yeah. This is, like, so poorly written compared to, like, the United States Constitution, too. Because it's, like, they made it so broad and, uh, like, vague in the Constitution in certain parts of it. So it gives you, the, the person, like, a wider relief of protection from it. Here... It, it, it says, no one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his property. It's like, well, the government just says it won't be arbitrary, and then they can do it. Yeah. Dude, here's yeah, they, they the funniest part about this one is the first part. Article 17, 1. Everyone has the right to own property alone as well as in association with others. Basically just saying a corporation can buy up as much fucking property as they want. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. These are that's, that's, so poorly written. Good. No, they're very well written if you want to be a sneaky Jew that's trying to buy the, the whole world like, uh, and do whatever you want. Well, here's another interesting one. Article 20. No one may be compelled to belong to an association. Does that mean I can just... The UN included? The World Economic Forum included? Like, the LGBT community included? Like, can I just do those things? <laughs> These... This whole regulation propaganda, like, can I just well, not be associated with if that? If it's an association they want you to, you have to, you still have to do it because it wouldn't be in the spirit of brotherhood if you didn't. So, they just mean when they want. That's why it's all vague. It's the you can interpret this however you want at yeah. any time. Exactly, and that's why I was saying. Yeah, I wonder if there's legally it's a poorly written document. It doesn't protect so, anything. You know, kind of. You know, kind of uh, what we all became more familiar with during the pandemic, where if a state declares a, a state of emergency, of emergency, they can get extra federal funding or so, something like that. There are like certain um, conditions or boxes to check to get extra money and do uh, whatever they want. But um, do you know if the whole uh, like UN designated human rights violation, like if they if they designate something as a human rights violation based on those articles, if that gives them uh, extra um, you know authority to do what they want in that region I, i'm trying to think of like why they would be they would write them out in that particular way hmm. 
I'm I'm not entirely sure. Okay, that's a, it's, yeah. it's a tangent. We can get back to uh, yeah. The, yeah. The, the good old uh, UNESCO internet the, censorship stuff. The second principle on this UNESCO thing is just the first principle. Platforms <laughs> due diligence with human rights. Platforms adhere to international human rights standards. What? Well, Wait. okay, so... Well, let's Content read into the first moderation. one. That's the difference. Yeah. Uh, conduct due diligence on human rights. They they quote here, platforms should uh, conduct periodic risk assessments to identify and address any actual or potential human rights impacts of their operations. Specifically, um, the assessment should take place ahead of elections to ensure voting processes retain their integrity. <laughs> And they, they mentioned that there's already evidence of social media impacting election outcomes. What? What? How is it not? That's not like, of course, it impacts everything. It impacts how people think, like people communicating people freely. People being allowed to talk to each other impacts yeah. elections. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so do you, dickhead. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, it also highlights the need to ensure women, girls, and journalists have their rights protected. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's a class unto itself. <laughs> because women are more concerned than men about having their personal data misused online uh, and becoming victims of harassment and abuse, according to research by the World Wide Web Foundation. Be- wait, wait. Being women more concerned want to- does not give you more human rights, you stupid asshole. Oh, like, <laughs> women want to be advertised and stuff and buy shit that is targeted towards them. They want their data sold. What are you talking about? <laughs> Can I just point something out? Go These ahead. fucking evil ass groups that are obviously this is like a manifesto for why they should be able to control the whole world, but yeah. th- these are so poorly written because the people that actually work for these fucking groups are just like retarded chicks with like blue hair. You yes. know what I mean? It's yeah. it's insane. It's a chick with nose rings and is has the mental capacity of a toddler. That's writing this shit. Well, she has two master's degrees. How does she's smarter yeah. than you, Aaron? What are you talking about? And she's about? using all the buzzwords that she learned in in college in fucking right one after the other without it meaning anything. Two forms of documented evidence that she's retarded. <laughs> this is basically what I heard. <laughs> oh, it's Principle crazy. two. Platforms adhere to international human rights standards, including in platform design, content moderation, and content curation. So they they do a little bit about talking about how like blind and deaf people, the website's like interface needs to be like a little bit better for them. Uh, but then they also go on. Um, uh, effective online content moderation will counter hate speech to make the internet a welcoming place for all. It also yeah, means ensuring that. Yeah. I'm sure the definition of hate speech is uh, very specific and not just <laughs> so generic that they can just call anything they don't like hate speech. I'm, I'm sure that that's, you know, this is, they want this to eventually be the constitution for the world. So I'm sure that it's very specific, like legalese and not this whole, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Ty- uh, the typology aims to harmonize universal perceptions of online threats, end quote, following a fragmentation of efforts to tackle issues from cyberbullying to hate speech. So those are Dude, the things that they want to tackle. I, exactly what I said. A girl with yeah. a nose ring wrote every buzzword she could think of. Tell me that this <laughs> means anything. I'm going to har- Hey, Bob, uh, ask me what I'm doing this weekend. What are you doing this weekend, Aaron? Well, I was thinking of... Uh, what, what did you oh there it is 
I was thinking of uh, harmonizing universal perceptions of online threats. And that doesn't fucking mean anything. You know, following a fragmentation of efforts to tackle issues from cyberbullying to hate speech. That's what my plans are. <laughs> it's not a... This harmonize, mean shit. Harmonize universal perceptions of online threats. I love that. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, okay, well, we're not friends anymore. I'm going to change my phone number, actually. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you fag. <laughs> Principle three, platforms are transparent. While large large social media platforms have terms of service and community standards, they need to be clear about how well they are sticking to these standards, including through independent evaluation um, and also through their complaint mechanism. Uh, The independent evaluators are uh, UNESCO employees? The the Human Rights Board for the UN. Who do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, in theory, that's like a good one too because it's like yeah i don't need to read like a 400 page page like terms of service and that i won't read and i just click accept on anyway it's like because that's a problem there's just like you know you have to agree to this or get the fuck off and it's like uh, if if they just explained everything in layman's terms to everyone and everyone understood how fucking retarded and and tyrannical that they are then we would be in a better place like I, i totally agree with that um but, you know, I, I doubt transparent is anything that, like, will ever come to appreciate from them. I don't think they'll ever get there. Principle four, uh, platforms make information and tools ab- available for users. Um, they should be able to handle and respond to user communications, including complaints, in every language. So they want it, they want to turn it completely global. And it's like, I don't. Do you realize, like, from a business standpoint, how complicated that might be? Like, if I just wanted to run a website for, like, me and my friends and it's, like, on the World Wide Web and then the UN says, like, oh, you and your friends need to, like, start translating fucking, like, Chinese, Japanese, like, all these things. Like, Not only that. I I don't think – yeah. I I think this is actually fine. Like, this this, – say, I had a friend recently go through the the whole issue of um, trying to get his YouTube channel remonetized when they – YouTube, like – gave him a strike without telling him what video it was on or like for what reason like something like that and just could not get a hold of a person or any specific information so the idea that you can it goes with the transparency too where the the idea that you can actually act like access the company and talk to them about uh what their moderation policies are what's going on is uh kind of important for using the platform and like having a moderation policy to begin with but here's another part of this is it you have to handle and forcing a company to handle complaints. Then you would just, that gives you an avenue to control what that company does by generating synthetic complaints. Right. Well, oh, that's, yeah. the, that's an issue with the internet already. Like the, the vocal minority of Twitter, like Twitter is not representative of the U S po- of the world population in any way. It's representative of a very small percentage of, the, the population but like because uh and the active users as well but the thing is just the amount of attention that some of those threats get and th- some of those people get it ends up being much more influential than it should be so like that that's the issue already is uh the the idea of um you know non-representative or and as well as fake uh you know users and replies but yeah that's the point like 
they're making this they're making these demands on something that they can when they can't even control the amount of like bots that are using the internet it's a it's a <laughs> nonsense demand because if enough bots complain which means it's just like one guy can order a bunch of bots to complain about somebody and if they don't kick that person off who's probably a direct competitor whoever is manufacturing the complaints then they're in violation of this like they don't None of the well, things that they're listing are things that are reasonable in any way. That sounds like a problem for your internet service provider who could detect that thing and cut off your internet. Not yeah, for the you know what it is. We need a with. digital ID to use the internet. We should have to. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, well, digital right. and physical as well. Like you know, you need the chip implanted. Or else it won't work. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You have Thanks, to have Josh. a palm chip. We almost forgot about the, the, the microchip under the skin. <laughs> All right. Principle five. Platforms are accountable to relevant stakeholders. Now, I think this is something that has taken, um, what was it, like public companies and like the stock market, this is how they've taken over all of those company and made them like woke and gay and everything like that, where it's yeah. all of a sudden like... If, if they're a, a public entity that can be, like, publicly traded and stuff like that, they have to adhere to these certain rules and regulations. They have to uh, meet um, diversity requirements. They have to do all of these things with, like, hate speech and stuff like that. Yeah, we, we, That's, we read Larry the, Fink's letter, right? Yeah. So they, they go on and say digital platforms need reporting mechanisms to log policy violations but given the global nature of their operations, they should also ensure that these mechanisms take into account local cultural sensitivities in the way the complaints are handled. <laughs> Honestly, I, I hope I hope that all the complaints are bots because I, like the people moderating these websites and actually dealing with them, I, I want them to be wasting their time on literally nothing literally busy i think that's the best thing they can do for this world is uh do nothing uh because they're occupied with busy work of re replying to robots if, if this gets rolled out i'm just gonna set up a server in my closet that just sets up an ai prompt like command and it just makes complaints about every little thing on like to disney to fucking like blackrock like <laughs> and it just sends like twenty thousand complaints every single day I, in different I, languages. I can't wait for the day that platforms are uh, they are forced to be held accountable to Larry Fink, who controls all the voting shares of every board member of the top 500 companies in fucking America. <laughs> that's, wow, that sounds that sounds like a real system built on integrity. I can't wait for that. So well, good thing Larry Fink is big into the integrity of voting systems. Yeah, especially when he God. has all the votes. Imagine if he wasn't. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, like if if, yeah. Just I can just imagine if he wasn't, Josh. All right. Uh, so those are the five that I had. What were the two that you see that I missed? Uh, it's not an exact overlap. Yours is a better summary. Um, oh, okay. I, I the last two here. There, I guess there are a couple things like uh, platforms taken. Um, number six platforms take more initiative to educate and train users to think critically. And uh, seven, uh, regulators and platforms take stronger measures during particularly sensitive moments, like elections and crises. So just, oh, you know, God. good, good old education. And, yeah, uh, they, need a lock they need a lockdown measure so they can control the narrative when shit hits yeah. the fan. <laughs> Whenever there, we say there's a crisis, uh, then we get extra control over the platform. Okay, I, I yeah. got it. 
it, oh, yeah, we need awesome. to make sure that's their responsibility. That's <laughs> it's, yeah, it's our responsibility to mute you <laughs> on social media when well, when we decide to start another war. In order to make our, in order to appease our uh, our audio engineer, I completely agree with UNESCO controlling the internet. Hopefully, the World Economic Forum can guide us into a better future. You guys surely disagree. Thank God we've, we're disagreeing now. Have you lost all of your your principle, your ethic, your moral standards, Aaron? Jesus Christ! You yes, just like most bringing in. We have to disagree on something here, or else it's not good content. <laughs> all right, all hail down. the World Economic Forum! All hail the World Economic Forum! I can't believe I'm I'm in shock. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, no gun to your head question. That's just the plan of total world control and domination that we have to look forward to. 2030. Uh, how many human I, rights will be upheld? Oh, my God. All 30 of them. All these rights <laughs> I didn't even know I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the right to lit, rent property from a fucking, <laughs> from BlackRock. That was, <laughs> that was one of them. The second Josh doesn't doesn't <laughs> act brotherly toward me, I'm going to get real pissed next time. <laughs> That's true. If you guys don't act in the spirit of brotherhood, I'm going to complain, and that will have to be heard, or else I have my <laughs> human rights are violated. Uh, Bob, which which one of us is Cain and which one is Abel? Um, I think Aaron, Aaron's definitely Cain today, tonight. <laughs> Based. <laughs> <laughs> He have is fun the wandering, Bigfoot. fucking Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have fun being dead. I'm going to bash you in the face with a rock. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and that's it. What do you got, Josh? Um, okay, so it's it's that time of year again. Um, needless to say, we're uh, you know probably back in... Probably, each of you, I know, is a very responsible individual cares a lot about your grandparents especially um so you're probably back in august or september you got your booster number four but um <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in case you didn't there's a new strategy coming out uh you know a little late to help with the the coronavirus the covid pandemic but is it for just future suicide pandemics <laughs> just cutting out Very the middleman and killing yourself so you just can't get anyone sick anymore <laughs> No, no, dead people can still get people sick. What are you talking about, Aaron? Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, according to uh, I fucking love science, scientists are working on quote unquote contagious vaccines. Uh, I feel like those two I, words should never be brought together. You know, <laughs> I I have a theory on that. I've heard about them talking about this forever, and I, I my theory on this is that. This is, you know, just like they want to always talk about how uh, an EMP can wipe out the grid and it's all fake nonsense that they are not even close to inventing. Mm-hmm. They, uh, or like a solar flare is going to knock out all technology. Um, this is their version of just pissing off everybody that's anti-vaccine. So they're like, huh, we're going to make a contagious vaccine. So you're fucking vaccinated whether you like it or not. Like, I don't, it's not real though. Like what are you uh, contagious? Ah uh, ah uh, so, uh, wait yes yeah, yeah, Bob yes. Oh, well, I was gonna say because uh, conspiracy theorists came out with this idea with um, um, vaccine shedding during COVID. 
saying that the people that got the COVID vaccine were shedding whatever things from their system and the people around them would also become vaccinated through the oh, shedding. I do remember this. That's okay. because they're retarded. Yeah. Anybody that thinks that's <laughs> happening is fucking stupid. Yeah, it was just like, it was obviously just a drive to get unvaccinated people to like, instead of being like, no, we should all unmask and like hang out during the holidays. It was uh, tried to divide everyone in a different manner. See, I, I I figured that was to get them to surrender. Like, oh, I guess I'm going to be vaccinated anyways. Might as well that just too. get it. That too. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, go ahead, Josh. Um, I, I think so. We already do have some concrete evidence, proofs of concept for this working. Uh, so <clears throat> you're all familiar with the, the oral version of the polio vaccine. Um, which still includes a live virus in it, unlike the injected version, and that's you develop the immunity from the weakened live virus as it, uh, you know, uh, as it it reproduces um, and spreads within your body, but it's uh, yeah, it's weakened, so your body's able to develop the right antibodies to fight it off. Um, well, in some of those regions, um, you know, some of those African countries where Bill Gates has found a found a foothold, um, <clears throat> there's uh, let me just let me just read this uh, out, yeah. In areas of inadequate sanitation, this excreted vaccine virus can spread in immediate community, and this can offer protection to other children through passive immunization before eventually dying out. So when you shit out the still live virus and somebody touches your shit, they are saved from polio. <laughs> Josh, you realize that this is this is Bill Gates' final fuck you to India. <laughs> <laughs> After being kicked out of the country for killing a bunch of like girls, trying to like hey, g give them vaccines. Was that Pakistan or India? I think that was India, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. E either way, either way, India is doing something right by shitting in the street and shitting in the river. They are spreading <laughs> immunity. What? What if we can cure cancer by shitting in the street, everyone? <laughs> well, San Francisco is cured then. <laughs> That's beautiful. You know, they have AIDS, but cancer's worse, I'm sure. This is my favorite about this. Just like I said, uh, we have proof of concept. We, I know. We everybody well, we, we knows. Have, There's okay. proof of concept means I have a hypothesis that makes sense. That's we, it we does do, not mean that it exists though. We do have several animal studies which have shown success with uh, sp spreading antibodies between vaccinated and unvaccinated animals. Uh, they have one, uh, one study of 147 wild rabbits, and they vaccinated half of them. Um, and then a month later, uh, half of the unvaccinated ones, so that's 25% of the total, um, had antibodies to the given viruses. Oh, they so, had antibodies. Oh, wow. Those are, you can just collect those like fucking coins and count them up. One antibody, two antibodies, three well, antibodies. Like, yep. I mean, we, we have, uh, I'm sure they probably just use PCR tests for those as well because they're the, the yeah. amazing technology. The PCR test, the greatest fucking bean counter of microscopic shit of all time that's definitely not a coin flip. So, like, I mean, here's can, my problem. You got a 380 trillion, like, uh, okay. I, I trust my it. big problem is that science as we know it has no interest in actually telling the truth ever um so they're always trying to sell you some shit because believe me the ghouls that run the world do want this technology so like pretending that you're this fucking close 
is a good way to get some grant money and actually try to figure out how to do this shit. Um, but if they were really, if if they wanted to really convince me, you'd have to a trust the study, which I don't. But let's just assume I did. You'd have to have a disease that you can give to rabbits that you know 100% the rabbit will get the disease and die from it, then vaccinate the fucking rabbits, then give introduce the disease and see if they any of them fucking die. If half of them die and half of them don't, then you'd know. But that's not how it fucking works because we don't know. We're not able to spread disease to them on purpose as efficiently Aaron, as we pretend. You're You're forgetting one important element so let me kind of take a step back and just walk through how this process works so firstly you take an oral vaccine which has a uh weakened weakened state virus in it uh, but li- live still live virus in it um <clears throat> then you give that to an individual uh then that individual contracts um vaccine induced uh polio um and then they spread it uh, see that that's kind of the the other step here is they, with one we do have a way of uh, spreading these viruses and it's what's happening in Africa right now with the vaccine caused cases of polio and two this is um, a very easy way to uh, you know make more widespread or more universally implement the um, the oral versions or the li- like, well the live virus versions of vaccines rather than uh the you know the the newer safer um you know completely dead virus versions it's uh there there's a, there's a couple things going on i was going to say too science. with this this animal study study thing that they did with like the rabbits and everything like that it's it would be uh, really yes. interesting to see like the means and methods of this experiment that they did too because it's like what kind of habitat were these were these bunnies in right uh, they're wild, so or um, uh, rabbits. I'm sorry, the, yeah, a field, a forest. Okay, okay, so it was wild. Rabbits. <laughs> so, so well, they're, well, because I, I was thinking it was the, a lab experiment, and right now, I figured they were a lab experiment, and they're all shoved in like the same like habitat kind of thing. And it's like, well, if they only got 25 percent just by like being shoved in the same room to like one another, it's like, okay, maybe this could work for like. Uh, industrial size farming where they just have warehouses stuffed with like pigs and chickens and shit like that. I can see it going yeah. into practice I, there. Okay. Right. Yeah, especially when they're they're in proximity with their shit. And like I realized like rabbits eat their own poop. So that's like that's an example <laughs> of when they're actually gonna come in contact with the, the virus of another rabbit. So, okay. Okay. This is making more sense. We we uh, humans need to start doing that. Oh god damn it. <laughs> see we all disagree with josh (laughs) well maybe maybe if we have so if we have bill gates poop water he has like where he puts the the poop in the filter and it comes out as clean water maybe that's one way you you do it drinking your own poop is good. yeah yeah yeah, exactly that's any way we can possibly come in more contact with other human shit is the only way we'll be safe from polio and other viruses like the coronavirus and eat more bugs then we'll be fine (laughs) well everyone will be vaccinated Everyone will be yo, so yo, bu- bugs, healthy. Bugs seem like bugs seem like such efficient carriers of uh, bacteria and parasites. If only they could also be efficient carriers of weakened state viruses. That's the solution. <laughs> more mosquitoes, more mosquitoes, and we will save humanity. Yes, give mosquitoes the polio vaccine. Come on, what? Come on, scientists. What are you doing? You have little needles flying around everywhere. You're trying to kill them all. Fucking retards. <laughs> oh man, that's uh. I kind of like that idea. Um, 
I, I really I'm gonna start <laughs> stealing this though. This uh, my favorite thing about this whole article you brought up is just well we have it's true because we have proof of concept. Like me, I'm gonna just start saying I have proof of concept for anything I think as to why it's a hundred percent accurate. Uh, but, Aaron, Aaron having just... um having a very having having a very loosely correlated tiny data set of an example of it actually happening is uh, approximately a million times better than the shoddy mathematical models that most of our scientists discover articles cover. So like th- this is this is like uh, a technology readiness level eight and a half in comparison to whatever garbage we look at normally. Okay, this, this is semi real. This is potentially real. <laughs> You have a good point there, Josh. Real is the closest <laughs> yeah. we've ever come to real science. <laughs> if the te- technique- unless you want to play the jingle and uh, prove me wrong, Bob, that's uh, that's that's what we're sticking with. If the technique proves to be successful and without harms, maybe the next potential pandemic could be one that we never end up hearing about. Oh, how cute. All right, fuck you guys. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so that's how I meant to intro it. It's like, uh, oh, though, the worst part about the coronavirus was how slow it was to get vaccines to everyone. If only it could have been faster. But you, you get it. You get it. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> You need to know what science discovered, you need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Well, I uh, didn't want to deprive you guys of a nice Christmas, uh, you know, something Christmas themed since we aren't getting a Christmas asteroid this year. So, scientists discover Christmas spirit network using MRI scans. <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly. Scientists believe they have finally found the reason why some of us are Grinches and others literally have Christmas on the brain. Oh my god, I hate this. I hate Is this there a author Christmas parasite? already. I need I I need to dox this uh this journalist already. I already hate him. <laughs> we'll find out that they're an AI journalist. No, this is before AI. This is this is a study from 2015. Oh, excuse and, me. Uh, so basically, what ended up, what this real story is about, I just thought it was a fun, uh, a fun headline. But uh, researchers in a Danish hospital used uh, M- MRI scans to examine the brain activity of twenty people from Copenhagen. They got ten people that celebrate Christmas and ten that don't. And they gave them 84 images with a variety of Christmas and non-Christmas related imagery. And a specific area of their brain would light up when they saw Christmas imagery if they were a Christmas enjoyer. (laughs) And the non-Christmas enjoyers, their brains didn't light up when they got the Christmas imagery. Which honestly proves fucking nothing. It's just... Is this part of the brain associated with anything else? Like, is it? It's probably just the part of the brain that is associated with like thinking of memories that you have, where there's no associated memory with a fucking Christmas tree. If you don't celebrate Christmas, where if you give them a bunch of Christmas imagery and they do, they're thinking about fucking times that they spent with their family during Christmas. That's it, or presents they opened, or whatever. It's probably just a memory like where they're gathering memories or Uh, recalling memories from their brain here we go these uh so they 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 cite the 
premotor, uh, premotor and primary motor cortex, parietal lobe, um, inferior and superior, and sensory motor cortex. And they say that they're associated with facial emotion recognition and spirituality. So oh my facial God. emotion. Uh, yeah. So they're when they see a Christmas tree, they're thinking of like their mom's face on Christmas or like remembering their like having just a fond memory. Like a fond yeah. memory flashes well, by spirituality. Like in before that, like this is the Fourth Reich's um, test to determine who's Christian and who's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. If your, if your fucking your brain doesn't light up. I'm okay with this line of reasoning. If we show you Christmas imagery and these parts of your brain don't light up, into the line into, up against the wall. Into the roller coaster. We uh we, we just yeah. we, we put a um Hasidic Jew into uh or an Ashkenazi Jew into the uh, MRI machine and um you know told them about Hanukkah and uh for some reason it only just came out with a printout of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. That <laughs> yeah, wasn't your best. No, I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Probably the same dumb shit in light-up. Yeah, I think that would be my uh, theory on it, too. The same parts of the brain would light up if they, you know, saw memories and had memories of fondness and stuff like that. Although, yeah. yeah. If, you give, if you just show them pictures of a contract they got somebody to sign at one time, they'd have Wait, the exact is, same is Hanukkah parts of like, brain light up. Is Hanukkah supposed to be a happy holiday? <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the way Jewish families interact with each other, so I'm gonna say no on that one. <laughs> I honestly, the, I think they just it's definitely got to be bitter for them because Christmas is so much better, and it's their only way of being like, no, we have a good one too. It's eight times longer. It's like, yeah, but you got socks seven days in a row. Like, <laughs> I see more menorahs around the Christmas trees. I swear, uh, in public spaces, I mean. Ah. Oh. Really? That's, that's kind of ridiculous to hang another religion shit. That'd be like us hanging Christmas trees off of their fucking menorahs. Like, that's fucking nuts. Like, you're hanging crosses on their menorah. Like, what? It's a fucking Christmas tree. Get that I shit. Come, I should get, like, little stickers. There. I should get a little OK, okay Homo stickers just in the shape of a cross. And I'll just go around and put them on every public menorah I see. Yes. This was 2024. Let's go. That's fucking a. <laughs> million dollar idea you made made up for your <laughs> terrible joke <laughs> did we have um did we have voicemails bob we did not no oh okay okay just wanted to check um yeah well merry christmas everybody i uh i think that's the episode that is the episode merry christmas and a happy new year although i'm gonna say that again before Hopefully before New Year's. I mean, I'd, I, I, I don't have an fMRI up to my brain right now, but it's dark. <laughs> yeah, my, my shit's lit up for Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas enjoys only. Listen to the show. Thank you so much, Absolutely. guys. We will see you next time. Have a good night. Don't tell me you don't like my show. You've got mail. What the fuck? Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.